0: And now, making their way into the arena, hailing from the great pro-wrestling state of Massachusetts, they are the hosts of the Top of the Cage podcast. Here are Bill and Juice. And thank you again, Rich Palladino, the voice of New England, always making us sound so good. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is I, i am the super producer i am bill joined always by my tag team partner my wrestling confidant he is the future booking genius and the prince of pro wrestling podcasts. he is justin juice cannon boom boom baby juice this week we got a treat a treat that I thir- certainly was not expecting and a treat that I think nobody was really expecting it kind of honestly came out of nowhere and we have a new world heavyweight title in WWE actually called the world heavyweight championship
1: finally let's go i'm i'm excited do you like the design uh so
0: i don't hate it i'm not gonna say i'm a hater of it but i saw a picture on reddit today where a guy photoshopped it where they removed the black from the globe behind the wwe logo and it looked infinitely better and then they made the wwe logo a different color like the same color as the rest of the belt so a gold color and it looked awesome so I know that they tweak belts as they appear and this, that, the other thing. So I personally think that doesn't look that bad. It does look reminiscent of old Big Gold, which is one of my favorite role titles of all time. And I just would like to see it be all gold. I think it just, the the black globe in the middle with the silver WWE logo looks a little weird to me.
1: Yeah, I'm not big on logo titles. Um, The W is what, belittles it a little bit for me but overall i still like it and i think i'm gonna get used to w and then i'm gonna be attached to it at some point i think i think i like it i think i'm a fan i think it'll grow more and i i think i'm gonna even like it more the more i see it so i'm i'm for it i'm glad we get another world title just so they can keep the time <laughs> i find it funny you know it, it it's you know part of it is cause Roman Reigns needs the <laughs> have the title for five years, but
0: I just don't get why they didn't do a stipulation that split the universal championship and the WWE Championship. Because now they're gonna have to combine the belts, right? Like I just it I don't like I, it's just confusing to me. Like now there's three world titles in WWE, like well, that doesn't happen. I know it's
1: not like official yet, but I know Romans is just gonna be the universal again i feel like that's weird you're backtracking <laughs> like he's the undisputed champ i guess he won't be the undisputed champ anymore
0: <laughs> but like the whole point is that he's the wwe champion like that is what the legacy this thousand day thing is all built upon right now is the fact that he's been champion for a thousand days because guys like hulk hogan bob Backlund, uh bruno san martino like the whole big thing is they are wwe champion
1: yeah but it's a world well it's about wwe world title
0: right and it's a world title regardless it's a universal title they're not just the world juice it's the whole universe
1: yeah so even bigger than world titles like bruno's a bitch (laughs) just
0: kidding i love bruno i was gonna say i don't (laughs) Don't really know bruno i'll never say that but Yes, it's it's strange to me. I just think it's weird that there's three world titles in reality. But one of the questions you have here is who do you think should be the champion? And I have an immediate answer. Like first person I thought of, I actually have a feud, I think that could be booked really well for this as well. But I'm curious to hear who you say first, because it could easily be the same person.
1: The should, the should one, right? Um, who I would book. You know, I'm all about pushing new guys and giving guys new shots. And I think there's a guy that the, the the iron's hot right now. And I think the fans are clamoring for it and been clamoring for it. And there's all these rumors of him going to push. I think this would be the perfect chance to do that. Um, and it's not Cody. Uh, definitely who I think will be the champ. I think Cody versus Brock will probably be for the belt, even though I know Seth and almost – did to I too but like nothing's official yet? But I think Montez Ford is who I would do it. I think he's a guy, all the fans keep saying, Give him the push, give him the push. There's all the talks that Street Profits are going to split at one point so he can get a push. So I think that's who I would do it. And now, I mean, he is in the Elimination Chamber. He stole them, he stole the show. Also in WrestleMania, he keeps being a highlight. He can talk talk he's at the charisma he's 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 one of the best sells since Shawn michaels that dude sells his ass off and anyone who says otherwise is a moron that dude holy shit that dude just sells like his facial expressions it's just mannerisms just everything like I, i think he can do it and if it doesn't work it doesn't work but i think he's a guy worth taking a shot on I mean, when the Universal Championship started, they decided to take the shot in Finn, and sadly, he got hurt, like, immediately. <laughs> like, didn't even get a reign. But uh, at least they took the shot there, and I would like to, I think they should do that this time, which I guess Cody would be taking a shot in the guy in the first world title reign, but to me, it's a little different. Like, Cody, that's who I think will be, and I won't complain, but no, oh, no. I'd rather. I, I, if I was the guy, if I was booking, I would take the shot here, even if it's just a couple months. See how well, the fans react.
0: Well, we've already had it confirmed that this champion is going to be crowned at Night of Champions. So, Backlash, either the Seth match or the Cody Brock match, won't determine anything about that. Yeah, as far- but is the
1: Cody the Cody Brock though? I didn't see that official for Backlash yet. I know almost in
0: Seth's, but I thought I it was a thousand percent.
1: I, I, every every match that I see confirmed, I don't, I haven't seen that one confirmed yet. And maybe I just missed it, but like they keep adding to the graphic and I don't see that one in the graphic. I assumed it was going to be in the card, but I, maybe, maybe I missed it. Maybe it was today or, but I remember Sunday, it clearly was not in the, when they released the card. Monday also was not actually official. I know they, Cody offered the challenge, but Brock has not actually said yes yet. I know they're still building that.
0: Well, as of April 17th, WWE.com posted that Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar is happening at Backlash. And there is a it, match it, graphic it, and everything.
1: There is cuz yes. every time like I just like I like I'm not delusional. Like I don't think it was actually written in stone. Are you shared actual WWE
0: on the April 17th edition of Raw Lesnar accepted Cody Rhodes' challenge. But he didn't though. That's not true. <laughs> well, listen, man, I'm on the WWE website. That's as official as official gets in terms of if that's true or not. But anyway, I'll I'll get into to what I think and what I think right. will happen. I guess me reading recaps isn't doing well for actually. Because The should be and will be, I think, are the same for me. Like, I think, I don't think that this should go in any other direction. Cody is, I feel like, an obvious one. I completely understand that. But there's a feud that can be built in with either of the two guys that I think should be the champion. And I'm saying run it back. You mentioned that Finn Balor was the person that the WWE took the chance on to be the first universal champion. Let's run it back. Let's have Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor for this new title. Let's have them tear the house down. Both of those guys have big fan support right now. Finn is a top heel right now. Seth can be easily pushed as a top face, even though he's kind of a tweener. And I personally think that Seth should be the one to be this world champion. I think that he has proven it time and time again. Anything he touches, he makes money. I think the, there's going to be nobody that would be upset with Seth Rollins being a world champion again, especially if it led to a Cody feud. I think that that would be a good person for Cody to have. You know, we'd get Seth versus Cody three, right? That would be three at that point. And no, it'd be four. Would it be four? Okay. Well, either way, I think that it would be good for Cody to come over Seth Rollins. But I also don't hate the idea of Finn Balor being the world champion. I don't hate the idea of a guy that's been putting in the work and putting in the time to build himself up. Granted, he should have won at WrestleMania. That's the only thing that I think is like the counter to my point is, well, then he should have won at WrestleMania. He he lost at WrestleMania. True. Very true but I want to see it run back. I want to see that Cody, I want to see that Seth versus Finn magic one more time. And if it's either of those guys, I just really would not be upset.
1: Seth is someone I'd like to see another world title chance, especially with how his character is now. His last couple world title runs were not good. And they weren't received well by the fans that's why why see too is that um some fans that don't want to see him as world champ are like well he sucked us champ before so he'd suck now just keep the belt off him and that's how he stays hot i'm like well no <laughs> i i think if you you put in the work you should be rewarded by being getting the top prize so seth that'd be done he deserves it i'd be into that run I mean, I'll be honest. I was actually one of the few people who liked this. Uh, the one after WrestleMania 34. The one where he beat Brock. I liked the matches against Brock. I know he got cheesy and he wasn't the best promos because he's just that pure baby face. But I thought he had really good matches. So I was into it. Um, For the matches alone. It's, he's just banger after banger. Finn, Finn... You know, I'll always want him to get another chance because he never really got one the last time, right? So he deserves it, I think, almost as much as anyone, if not more than anyone on the roster. He's healthy. I think his character is very over as a heel. I think it's just the only thing with that is that having two heel world champions, especially when one of them has been the champ for like three years. I think that's tough. I think you gotta give I know it's tough to have a baby face champ, but I think it's time to do it. I think that's WWE's missing some positivity in the championships. I need I need some happiness. And that's kind of why I said Ford because Ford's a
0: happy guy. Ford makes me happy. I'm just I like gonna... solo cubs. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. I, I'm not sold on Montez Ford to be a world champion. He needs a mid-card title. He needs another lengthy tag title reign, if anything, too. He just hasn't done enough. And I disagree.
1: Can, Dude stole the show and against five of the best guys in the roster. It doesn't matter chamber. how
0: good the matches are. It matters it's how much the money matches. you can make.
1: I, I street profits are one of the most overacts in the company. And they Montez are. Ford That's, is one I'm of the like big reasons not. not taking I'm, away Angelo, but Ford is one of the most overacts there. Literally, you go anywhere, Twitter, Reddit, every or they're like, who should be a world champion? Like everyone says Montez Ford. And I, do I like, is he my like favorite guy on the roster? No, I'm saying it from a business aspect. I said when I say should, I say should be because I think that's that's the babyface champ that makes babyface champions relevant again. I think that's the guy that connects with the fans the best. I think that's best for business. If I, if I made a list of 10 people who I like the most, who I would book championships, be the world champion, just because I like them most, he wouldn't be on it. I like him a lot, but he's not my 10 favorite. I'm saying it. Not because I'm a huge Montez Ford fan. I'm saying it because I think that's the best option right now. Other than like, the only guy who would really connect as a babyface and connect to the fans is Big E, who's still hurt.
0: So, I mean, you are overlooking Cody Rhodes just because that man ended racism. So <laughs> you uh, you are really overlooking a guy who has all those qualities that you're looking for in a world champion. Well,
1: he'd work too, but he's not.
0: He's, I still he's think been he around. be the guy he's to defeat around. Roman.
1: I want new. I want new. Completely new. Completely new. Not oh, he's new to the world title scene. No, I want new, new. I want new the singles division titles. The guy who's never had one on TV. I want the push a new star, a new superstar. Cody's been a superstar. Montez Ford's a, a star tag team wrestler. Push something entirely new. Take a chance. On something entirely different that we haven't seen in a while. I'm and curious. I, just, who, I think that would be exciting.
0: I'm curious who the last like world champion that won like that was. Because like I'm trying to like rack it in my brain right now. And like there really I can't think of any instance of a world champion being like a guy fresh to the singles scene who hadn't had any other real like singles prowess or singles accomplishments to become a no. world champion it's definitely Completely has named. happened <laughs> i can't think of i literally can't think of a single one
1: yeah the names that are coming to my head i'm like yeah pretty sure they've
0: had a mid-card belt even shortly before
1: yeah like even like, if yeah, it's like- the
0: short runs. Like, E, Bicky is, like, the last one I can think of, but he also was a record-setting tag team champion and a multiple-time Intercontinental champion. So that doesn't really qualify him. You can't say Lashley, because Lashley technically was an ECW world champion as well as was a United States and Intercontinental champion. in in
1: a sense, he was already, like, a star.
0: He had went to TNA, and he had won their world title and been established. Like yeah i I really the only one maybe is sheamus because sheamus beat john cena and i don't think he had a united states champion i think the wwe title was the first title he won i i think that might be the one
1: sheamus oh mcintyre i know he had
0: that i i I well mcintyre had intercontinental titles too in yeah, but like early, he also went he to TNA the one, he, and became a superstar won, right? before he won the title. Yeah, but that was like TNA after like they were irrelevant. <laughs> well, you could <can> make <laughs> the same argument for Bobby Lashley. The then he also went all across the world. He he yeah, look, won. Titles. Lashley
1: was popular in WWE before he went to Impact.
0: And, well, and Drew, it's only like Drew wasn't
1: drew just was Drew was sh- not a, drew drew really wasn't
0: they they said oh he is the future superstar and they got he was a member of 3mb god damn it <laughs> he was <laughs> a part <laughs> of the real team at
1: least because they
0: stunk right and that's why all three of them have come back to other companies and found success right two well, former G- world Ginder, champions in that
1: kind of thing having success
0: <laughs> actually jinder jinder is the actual answer to that question that is the actual answer to the question is jinder mahal which still makes no sense to me yeah
1: i just try to forget jinder mahal was a world champion
0: <laughs> i <laughs> went to the go home show That was before that that title reign. And literally, I was with my friends, and I was like, there's no possible way that Chinder Mahal is going to win the world title. And then he did. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, the other question that you brought up, I think, is a good question is regarding the tag team titles. Should they get the same treatment? Personally, I think that the tag team titles should stay the way they are. Because... I just don't, WWE has never had a focus on tag teams. And I feel like it's just the WWE way for there to be like a single set of champions and they just change between brands and just whatever tag team's hot or whatever tag team is right for the picking for them to be in a in the title scene. They are in the title scene and the champion just goes to that brand to feud with them for the month, two month, whatever it is. I don't know if you feel the same way or not.
1: I agree. I actually think it's also better for the tag teams this way. I know it's weird that saying only one tag team is the champs is better, but I I think so. I mean, that's what got us to a tag team match main eventing in WrestleMania, right? That's what's given us some of the best tag team title feuds recently in a while like street profits versus usos was really good even though they kept going back to it but they kept going back to it because it worked um usos and sammy and ko great just a lot of great work even um alpha academy versus rk bro was so much fun like the little quiz off thing and it, it is fun like it was just good good segments and then banger matches and I know that was actually the RK Bro Elf Academy thing. There were two belts at the time, but it was right before that the might, the and I, I think it's, and it was still like a small u- unit of elite tag teams controlling WWE. And I think that's the best way to do it. But yeah, I think you got a good crop of tag teams. And I think one belt, And them crossing brands is is the best way to do it. I think it keeps it fresh. I like the tag division. It's pretty deep. So I think anyone could win. Even a goofy team could win. And I could believe it. (laughs) Like if Manslaw and Mase were tag champs that taught me because your youtube show is hilarious would it make much sense no because that's like if r-truth won the world title
0: but i would pop <laughs> I, know that's- I, I know plenty of people that would pop for an r-truth world title so
1: oh i i would i would too i'm one of the people that would not complain at all if that happened but there's plenty of people that would complain i think too i don't know i mean comparing r-truth to Monse, Monse and mansois isn't fair because our truth is like the best comedic wrestler character of all time and he can fucking go in the ring too not that mansois can't but like yeah i just shouldn't compare the two it's like as much as i love uh the male models they're not on the level of our truth but i'm i'm getting off topic Good tag division and it's going to get stronger because Pretty Deadly got brutally murdered after a trunk match in NXT so they're going to the main roster in the draft and they're over the fans. They got good characters. Do I? Am I a fan of them? No, I actually think they're overrated. I don't like them. I just don't connect to them because I'm a short fat man not a pretty British model. I don't know. I'm not a fan. Also, I don't think they're that good in the ring but the f- They are popular, and they're funny. <laughs> they make me laugh. <laughs> I don't connect to them that much. But, yeah, they'll they'll still be a, a fresh, young shot in the tag division, regardless of my feelings Then, them. So tag division is good how it is, I think, with just the, uni- the unified belts.
0: And one thing you mentioned uh, during your little spiel there was complaining i think that complaining is a great segment into our last little topic here tonight and that is the controversy that has been swirling around last monday night's raw where a certain controversial figure in the world of wrestling happened to be backstage at raw It's said that he caught a flight from florida to chicago with some wwe talent and a producer and he happened to find himself backstage at Raw, meeting with people like The Miz and even Triple H, a man who apparently hated him or he hated him, and whatever. There was animosity between the two. And uh, where it got around, Triple H asked if uh, Vince McMahon could uh, green light a conversation between these two. And Vince McMahon asked this person to leave. And if you do not know who I'm talking about, I am talking about CM Punk being backstage at WWE show. That is a headline I did not expect to read this week, Juice.
1: It's very interesting. I'm curious to see where it all goes, if it goes anywhere at all. But I like to see CM Punk trying to like rebuild some bridges in WWE, just, or just in general, try to repair some relationships too, if that's what he's trying to do. But it's more so both career. Just fine. I think if Punk returns to wrestling, I think WWE is the best spot for him in terms of character. I think he just works better there. But we'll see. I, I'm curious where this all leads, what it all means. I saw like it's because he's still in contract and that's why Vince wasn't okay with him being there. Still on contract with AEW, I mean. So, yeah, I mean, I besides other than what you all what you just beautifully told us all i don't really know much about the situation because i wasn't there (laughs) (laughs) so there's only so much i can know i'm curious if he ever got to talk to i mean i'm sure he got like I, i i saw like he shook triple h's hand but i'm curious how much they really got to talk
0: so the report that I saw was that it that Punk had asked if him and Triple H could have a conversation to which Triple H said that he needed to talk to Vince McMahon about it. And that is when Vince McMahon was like, nah, Punk should leave. And again, I haven't heard about it, why Vince McMahon said for Punk to leave. I just assumed because he was the enemy. He was AEW. I saw a lot of people online saying that Punk was there to promote his new his return back to AEW to this new show the new Saturday night show that AEW is going to be having that apparently is the divide between the CM Punk locker room and the rest of the roster <laughs> or like whatever stupid bullshit is going on behind AEW's walls right now but yeah I'm I'm not sure what the intention was I think Punk back in WWE could be interesting but I've gone on record in general I. I think I'm good with CM Punk and wrestling for the time being. I can never make up my mind.
1: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> One moment I watch him on TV, I'm like, why are you a face? I mean, I know why you're a face, but like, I oh, don't know. I just want you to pipe on me. <laughs> and the other moment I'm like, oh that's a banger match. He's got still got it. And then I just hate him again. And I like him again. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel.
0: It's he can... dangerous. It's a dangerous recourse.
1: Yeah, it's not like our truth <laughs> I mentioned earlier, who I just always love at all times and will never hate. <laughs> I just don't know how to feel about Punk sometimes.
0: Well, the people can always let us know how they feel about CM Punk because he is one of the most controversial figures in wrestling, if not wrestling history. And you can do that on social media. So Juice, where can the people let us know how they feel about CM Punk?
1: You can go to Twitter
0: and type capital T, capital O,
1: capital T, capital C, underscore, capital P, lowercase O, lowercase D. Then you head over Instagram. You type the same thing. I'm going to say it again. T-O-T-C, underscore,
0: P-O-D, all
1: lowercase. Yes,
0: and as we come crashing down to the map, On this episode of Top of the Cage, we want to thank you all so much for tuning in. And if you are listening to us on Apple or Spotify, you do not leave us a five-star review. That means that you, specifically you, that person not leaving us that five-star review, will not get five-star content. And that is just a fact. Fact. And again, thank you all so much for tuning in. And we will catch you next time.